it in your head. Season two. I love, I love your vibes tonight. Happy Wednesday, friends, and welcome back to Aquarius Behavior, a best friends podcast. I'm your co-host, Morgan. And I'm your co-host, Samantha. We invite you to hang out with us each Wednesday to take in some chaotic storytelling, low-key learning, and high-quality audio. That's the Abpod promise. Happy Wednesday, Samantha Morgan, and Remus. Happy Wednesday. Remus splayed out on our, what, ottoman between us mm-hmm. has not moved. Oh, hey, oh, bud. he did because I touched him. Yeah, he's got a lot of, fu- he's got fuzzy blankie and my fuzzy sweatshirt. I need to take a picture. Oh. He couldn't be more. Look at him. I, this is the energy. This is the energy that I really want all of us, oh, all of us precious. as AdPod listeners. I need to get a oh, glamour shot, glamour shot. He's Look comfy. He's stretched out oh. to take over the entire ottoman. He's on his side now. And he just had one of those big stretches. And then his head just sunk back down and his whole body went limp. My life's so hard. I'm famous. Mm. Well, wow. it is afternoon. It's nap time cute, for all of the pets. Factor. Adorable. Mm. Wow. Well, hi. Uh, cheers to Wednesday. Uh, happy. Cheers. Being here. What do you? What do you have going on? It Morgan? is here. I am hydrating right now. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh is it's that your time alarm? For my best friend, making sure she knows what my day is. Woo. It's one thirty. One thirty. I've probably reminder had we're an podcasting. Half. Are you podcasting? Yes, we're on schedule. We're doing it. Look at us. Yes. All right. Back. We're on there. time. Okay. And That's a beautiful alarm, by the way. Thank you. Oh, I like that. I picked the prettiest song to be like, "Hey, I need to touch base with my co-host." Can we just talk about for a second? I need to go on a tangent. Welcome to our podcast. Hey! So you just, your phone alarm was so beautiful. Do you remember when phones first came out and like in the early 2000s when we got our first phones and you could buy ringtones and like the ringbacks and that was the coolest thing. Otherwise, basically the only thing your phone could do was beep at you or you had the default ringtone and that was it. They have gone up in production. Huge. The defaults on this is outstanding. Orchestral arrangements. I think even oh I think even Sugar from BTS had a little ringtone as a special something on my phone. Get out. Uh, it's true. I haven't chose it because I found that one. There was also the one that is the string quartet in Titanic. But that's <gasps> That's fine. Oh. That's just me over here having a moment. Oh, that's very cool. I choose that alarm for special occasions. (gasps) Oh, I love it. Uh, Welcome to Aquarius Behavior, everyone. We're back. (laughs) Happy Wednesday. We're back. (laughs) It's Wednesday. It's the second Wednesday of the month, which means that... We're talking astrology today. It's mm-hmm. our astrology-themed episode. Uh, but before that, we always like to talk about what beverages we're drinking. Sam, my bevy is water. Hydration. Thank you for asking before so I got important. on my tangent. Mm-hmm. No, it's so important. <laughs> Staying hydrated in this, the turning of the seasons. 
this is when the chapped face season starts happening, you guys. Yeah. Up here, up where we live. Mm-hmm. It's starting to be chapped face season. <laughs> yeah. I've also just, um, I've noticed my hip. Oh. <laughs> is a storm coming? <laughs> my, <laughs> really dating myself. My hip has been sore. I think I danced too hard at a Halloween party. And... It, it's just sore. I stretched in a way that my body wasn't used to. <laughs> I'm, I bet my moves looked cool. Was it worth it? Not sure yet. You dance yourself just so, too hard. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I am 34 years old and I hurt my hip. Dancing too hard at a Halloween party, probably dipped too low. And it was like, we can't do that anymore. <laughs> We're not 20. Nope. 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 Some Kesha came on, and I yeah. remember I yelled, Unlocked. Everyone dance like you did in your 20s. <laughs> and I went, Oh, no. <laughs> my lower back screamed in pain. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Blessings. Blessings to all the dance moves of yesteryear. Oh, mistakes were made. Wow. So, yes, yeah. hydrating. hydrating. I've just been like <laughs> really, super good I've just been taking more care of my body. It's been getting a little extra TLC, like some better stretching. We're trying to stay even more hydrated than usual. Just really help the healing process. Leveling up the hydration for the season. Yeah, yeah. So what what have you got going on? Well, I've been I've been brewing a combination where uh I cracked a LaCroix and opened an ice, drank both of them about halfway, and then dumped the LaCroix into this one to make it a little bit more of a flavorful LaCroix. That's one of these ice black raspberries plus the blue and purple can blackberry cucumber My whatever favorite. yeah the good costco one i just have a stash now recently had an event and there's just a lot of overflow can form overflow yes and so we're just working our way through yeah we're working our way through mm-hmm. yeah if you are not familiar with costco or don't have them in your area it <laughs> is a wholesale warehouse type grocery store slash they also sell home goods and everything is-, is sold in bulk this is not a Costco podcast. No, but we do but talk we about talk podcasts about because we are uh, Minnesota suburbanites. Mm-hmm. And, and that's Costco, just, that's who we are. It's important. That's who we are. Yeah. And and Costco is just a big part of our lives. <laughs> so that's what Costco is. And uh, the three pack you're mentioning, it, it is a three, it's, it's three boxes of 12 cans of LaCroix water. Of liquid which we, gold. Which we are fancy, so we call it La Croix. It's La Croix. La Croix. I uh, truly thought that that's... absolutely fabulous. I thought that that's what it was called. I truly thought it, that that was what it was called for like months and months and months and months. And then someone was like, oh, LaCroix. And I was like, oh, no. Okay, but that's okay, because La we're Croix. American and we have, you know, the St. Croix River. I just get really but excited when I can say something fancy. That is the French pronunciation, is it not? It is... So is it not? <laughs> it's like people who say Renaissance instead mm-hmm. of Renaissance, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because that is technically the correct pronunciation. The Renaissance. I'm one of those people, but I always say it in a silly voice, so people just think I'm like 
making a joke and then they laugh and I get the response that I want instead of people going, why are you saying that weird? And then I have to be the douche who explains and corrects them. Because they don't know. (laughs) But I don't correct people if they say it renaissance. I'm not going to do that. I don't need to correct you. That's judgmental. I don't think so. No, it's low-key learning, not Mm -hmm. corrections. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is not corrections corner. No, it's not a corrections podcast at all. N O N O. Well, since it is an astrology episode, let's take some time to read some some literature. Oh, there's been a book sitting behind me for months now, and finally today's the day. It's I getting cracked open. Bought us a present. Ah! So typically, we're reading from our tiny astrology, your tiny astrology book. And my astrology deck. The teeniest book and the beautiful deck. But we've already read both of the Scorpio sections of this book. Yeah. And I think we've gone through most of the moon phases. So we're we're, not that we're running out of content. There's a lot of content. We're going to start breaking into some other different sectors of astrology next year. We're going to go one level deeper. We've only gone through like half that deck. Yeah. So uh, what do the body parts mean, Morgan? Yeah. But all of our main things. I cannot even. One of our listeners, Maddie. Thank Uh you, Maddie, uh, told us that she has a friend who is very into astrology and knows that kind of stuff. Uh So... We need to get that friend listening. Yeah. Okay. You know this friend. And then. Let them know. Have her on the podcast Uh to tell us. Please. I don't understand. I need to know more. I'm just so curious. Why is it the lungs? I don't know. Scorpio is the genitals. And that is so typical. Super awkward. It's like they would. Like obviously. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) we've gone through all that stuff already. So I. But Aquarius behavior, a present. Mm. And this is, I just want, I'm going to give you some background so you understand how credible this book is. It's more like a pamphlet, but whatever. So I was at the Dollar Tree. And as I was at the checkout, I saw these Astrology 2023 pamphlets outstanding (laughs) and they are specific to your sign so i dug through the rack while i was waiting for the person ahead of me to be done checking out and i bought us the last aquarius pamphlet yes it's the last yes so this pamphlet from the dollar tree it cost me a dollar twenty-five, mm. not including tax. Yeah, gotcha. and uh, yep. So it was it was over a dollar thirty. <laughs> That's I'm gonna write that off. I'll tell you what. I mean, let me tell you, I, this is business expense. Yep, yep. And uh, and so what this is is it is giving you a twenty twenty-three forecast of the year based on your sign. Oh. So it's basically a fortune telling book mm. from the dollar store. From the past. From the dollar yes. store. Amazing. And I also bought this, you know, probably two months ago. So yeah. we were over halfway through the year already. Uh, so it, w- it might be interesting to go back and look and just say, oh, well, did my February go that way? We'll need to chart it out. 
you know, some data there. Yeah, I think so. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, that's what it does. It also, I guess, it leaves, there's pictures of maybe other oh. Aquarius. <laughs> what happy people. I'm not I'm not sure who these people are, but there's models in here. Some good stock photos um, happening. Yeah. Just Oh, she has a hat. Living life. Look, they're on a beach. Oh, that's they're on nice. a vacation. Look at those outgoing yep. so Aquarii. Gonna tell you about your personality. It's gonna give you a page about your love life Ooh, and your health. The secrets. Giving you just some deeper insight. Uh we're gonna talk about characteristics. Just like, you know, general bullet point characteristics. Ooh of being an Aquarius. Uh, there's a paragraph about Aquarius in mythology. Oh, we're talking about friendships, work. So it really, it's covering just like all the areas of your life for 2023. I mean, why have we not had this book the whole time? It could have given us all the answers, Morgan. Wow. I Thank goodness you're pulling it out now. Well, you know. <laughs> Outstanding. Wouldn't it be an adventure if we already knew the outcome of everything? It's like, you know, it's like Back to the Future 2 when he goes, you know, Murray goes back in time and he buys that that sports book. The Farmer Farmer's Almanac? The Nope. Mm. That's not right. I like you said it though. Mm-mm. I like it's it. an almanac, but not the farmers. That's the place where we find plant information. Yeah. No, mm. in our version. But you know what I'm talking about. Farmer's Almanac. Absolutely. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the Sports Almanac. I think that's literally what it was. <laughs> it's like okay. that. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like that movie, Back to the Future 2. And that's what this pamphlet is like. So without further ado, I think that was enough of an intro. Um, I thought maybe it would be fun to read November. <gasps> okay. Like because now we're in November. We're a week into November. But what does the rest of November possibly have in store for mm. us Aquarius? All right. Mm. All right, you guys. Let's get into this. November. You'll participate in activities that will reunite you with your friends and members of your community. You may help fundraise for the less fortunate in your neighborhood, for example. You'll have a good time decorating and getting into the holiday spirit. How are those sounding so far, Morgan? Are we fundraising I, for I the I think less that fortunate? second one is just obvious. Yeah. Because November is a time bef- like be- before or during a lot of major religious holidays. Like giving and so abundance. So that part is kind of like, well, obviously duh astrology book all right i mean isn't everybody that's not unique to me i don't think all right well that's level one this is the first paragraph let's keep going health if stress is dominating your life take breaks to avoid exhaustion you'll try a new food because of its cancer preventing benefits you'll also try different breathing techniques that will help maintain your youth have you been breathing differently and eating foods to help your body? I don't think so. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, yeah, stress has been prevalent. <laughs> yeah. So that's fair. Uh-huh. I don't. I mean, this is also November. It this hasn't just, all happened it's yet. sounding very vague. I, yeah. I'm not convinced. All right. Well, love for the singles out there. You'll feel Let's attracted. Neither of us. No. But, but we could have listeners. We. I won't interrupt. Shout out to all of our single listeners out there. Uh, Here is what it says for love. You'll feel attracted to someone of a different nationality. 
and the discovery of a new culture will fascinate you. You'll find pleasure in overcoming a language barrier. You'll be full of joy and have a good time on a few dates with a new love interest. Okay, so that is specific. Wow. Let me tell you, I think that this is just people watching BTS and understanding, mm. actually. Um, I am interested in Korean culture, and that is a beautiful man right there. And look at the boys. It's just people discovering K-pop. I love any androgynous-looking person. So you let me, know, Let me yes. tell you what. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, yeah, people are cute. That's just what it's all about. People are cute. People are cute. That's very specific. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, someone of a different nationality, and you're going to go out on a few dates. So, this November is going to be lit for some singles out there. Yeah. Okay. Love for couples. A romantic trip will help you rediscover your partner's best qualities. You'll experience some magical moments, even if it's just imagining yourselves in an exotic location together. If your relationship is on the rocks, you'll realize you're unhappy and decide to break up with your partner. Wow. That's intense. Forceful. Jeez. These are very specific instructions from this book. Okay, I do need to say something about that last bit because I kid you not, last night, Joel and I were sitting on the couch. Did you guys have And a we have moment? had a stressful time lately, like I said. And so... And I looked at him and I said, you know what? We need to get out of town. I said, we need to go do something fun for ourselves. Like we can drive somewhere, like, but we need to take a day and we just need to go have a little adventure. And so let's pick a day. Let's pick a weekend. We can do that. And that's what we're going to do this month. Uh, so I mean, that. What up November? What? What? astrology forecast pamphlet from the dollar store yeah she knows what she's talking about i mean that's a little and this has been just sitting behind us for months on i've knocked it over at least three times on this lamp behind me i want there is an author to this oh cheers yeah who is it chantel mont mont pettit mont pettit Chantel Monpetit. Thank you. Thank you for your Aquarius Astrology 2023 book. Well, now I want to look them up. Who is Chantel? <laughs> yeah, do what it. do they do? What are their qualifications? There's no letters after Find their out. name. What's happening? Well, we'll save that because I think this is this Chantel is gonna be Montpetit. we're gonna have to do a little bit more of this in the last uh you know two months here of our podcast for 2023 because then it's it's useless this yeah the book loses so. its power as soon as the as soon as the year turns and 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 i think this is really this is the kind of material that um you know we should be sourcing so it's going downhill isn't it <laughs> <laughs> this is it this is the podcast kids you guys, I will put some, I will put a few pictures up yeah. on the podcast because like this is hilarious. Yeah, you this need to take like, a few snapshots and uh, we need to do a quick That was why author. I had to buy it yeah. because I was so astonished. I was like, I've got to know. I have to know what is in here and like what this looks like. The secrets. I got to know. I got to know. So anywho, that's it. Um. Well, before we take a stretch break. Yes. We do have 
some listener mail. <gasps> Morgan. What? We received a package from a listener. Can you hear it? I can. It's, would you describe it's it a bag. for our audience? Yes. Did it come in this bag? Oh, it sure did. <gasps> oh, mm. lovely. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is, it is a Christmas bag. It sure is. It has poinsettias on it. It's like a light blue and it has poinsettias and mistletoe. There's a snowman, a cart, like a little cartoon snowman with some nice shading, I must say. It looks like brush strokes. Uh, like he was painted. These are some plumerias. Some plumerias. Is is that that? Okay. Mm -hmm. There's a cardinal in in the upper right corner. And then it says festive Noel. Mm. And the festive is in a gold foil. But then the sides of the bags are stripes. (laughs) So it's using all of the colors from the front and back of the bag, but now in stripe form Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. bring the bag together, if you will. So yeah. this, this came with no note, but it did come with a tag uh, addressed to someone completely different from grandma and grandpa. Oh, nice. So shout oh, out for reusing bags. Oh, thank you. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Uh, I want to make sure that these are in the correct. I had to look at them first because I was forced to. Yeah. Because reactions are important. Oh, my gosh. These so are this items. Is from anonymous listener. This is from Aquaria. Aquaria. It's from Aquaria. Oh, my God. It was a hand delivered package that I received, but in the last 24 hours. Wow. And let me tell you what. Um, here you go. Okay. I'm handing okay. it to Morgan. Okay. And if you could open it and take each one off of. The top. Okay. As you go. Yep. Which one off of the top? What do you got there? Oh my gosh. It is a painted sign. Oh, it says chaotic storytelling. Oh my gosh. It's a decoration. We have a decoration for our oh office. My gosh. And it's in our colors. Oh, I am no. so touched right now. What else is in there? And it's like with sh- there's some shimmery paint. Oh my gosh. This is so fun. Jojo's, oh, this is beautiful. Jojo's I don't know on if, the bag. I don't know if this was the intention, but the chaotic and the way that it's written, it kind of looks like a molecule form, you know, where you would have the elements and they're all like linked together. Ooh, like an atom. So I don't know if that was intentional, but that's what I am seeing because, you know, we're all about the low key learning and like chemistry. Yes. This is bringing back haunting chemistry exactly. moments of like having to draw the. Oh, the word. Yeah. Covalent. Covalent bonds. The covalent Uh, bond? Oh, my uh, God. (laughs) I don't know what recess of your mind you pulled that that from, but that was amazing to watch. That was nuts. It was like something just possessed you. I was like, where is it? I saw the word just expel from your body in a puff of smoke and drift Thank away. You. Wow. <laughs> Outstanding. Okay, back back to the chemistry. Oh my yeah. gosh. It looks like how so that's you would what I'm have getting. to draw out those nightmare those nightmare things. Yeah. Wow. And, and the storytelling has these white dots all along. And so this is very much giving me like old Hollywood mirror vibes or like big sign vibes. Like, ooh, it's a show. Blinky light bulbs. Like, bump. Boom. Bump. All right. Oh, my God. I'm going to hold this one. Oh, my God. I hope there's more. Oh, my God. There's There's more. Oh, my God. 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 (gasps) Low-key learning. Oh, my gosh. And they coordinate, but they're different. This one has 
a little bit of a. I need you to hold and it, it has just a little, little wave. bit. Wave. Uh huh. Because uh-huh. we're we're aquarii, and it's also the ocean. Oh my god! There's just a lot of a lot of things. Oh my god! I'm loving this. Oh my god! Oh yeah. my god! You oh want to keep god. going? You oh want to keep god. going? There's more. Yes, I need to keep going. We're only half done. <gasps> High quality audio. Oh my god! It's a set. It's a set. It's a set. Oh my gosh! It... <sighs> oh, I love this so much. I'm fighting back tears. Oh. oh, this is so beautiful. It's a set we can hang. In our office. Yeah. For our podcast. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, there's another one. There's there's one more. One more. And Aquarius asked us to read the back. My God. This is the most fabulous thing. Oh, my God. Oh, and it's like textured. I'm going to try to describe this and not do it justice. So you have to go look at our Instagram. But Mm. it is so like most of the bottom uh, half here are these gorgeous, just I would call them voluptuous clouds. Mm. Um, and, And so it is a like it fades into colors so it starts off pink and like there are colors again uh so it's like the pink color and then it kind of goes into like our teal color and it ends with this blue and kind of softer white there is an angry moon who looks like a bully to me uh in the middle and there's a few stars Oh my gosh, this is beautiful. And uh, the way that the clouds are painted, they are textured. Like I can see the texture of the shading and the color mixing. Um, and like some of it is raised. Like you can tell there were multiple layers of process here. Yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh. Even the moon. Oh, this is beautiful. Like there's some shading and just like a little bit of kind of like this gray blue in there that gives the moon a depth. Oh, he looks like a bully or she. They do. (gasps) And on the back, Bullied by the Moon, the title of the piece. By Aquarius. Oh, my God. Thank you, Aquarius. Aquarius. This. Thank you. This is our first. This is our first fan mail. I with like presents and things to like I hang don't up. even know what to say I wasn't prepared and I didn't prepare a script for this because I didn't know we were getting gifts today I don't even know how to make this part entertaining or express my gratitude I love this I am obsessed oh my gosh thank you so much I can't wait to hang these up here. And then I received these and I'm like, well, thank goodness she didn't hang the whiteboard. <laughs> just been something the universe knew. And it was like, just wait, hold off. So now we can actually do it and it can bring our room together. Like we've had the vibes in here, but it's so cool to have podcast specific. Like we we are taking ownership of this space and we have the pod lounge too. just enjoy friendship time with each other and, and this, chaotic storytelling okay let me tell you it's from a listener morgan this is going to help with our intro <laughs> we'll never forget we're never gonna forget it, it it's our script it's up here on now. the wall so outstanding outstanding wow. work oh my gosh thank you so much this just means so much because it's not just you and i like 
talking to each other, which we would do weekly anyway. Normally. Um, but we started doing this because we thought it would be fun to create a community. And we thought, well, hey, if we like these things, what if other people do? Where are our and, people at? You know, what if we could just throw out a slice of nice? And so this is just reinforcing. It's so touching. Um wow. Wow. Well, episode over. I don't know how we can top that. Like, oh my God. I need a stretch break to just yeah. like uh collect my feelings here. And touch these and look at them and figure out where they're gonna go on the wall and oh take some gosh. pictures of them. And then we're gonna be back. So and then we'll be back. Go hydrate everyone. We'll okay. see you soon. Hey, Abpod listeners. Hope you're feeling groovy, and this episode is bringing a slice of nice to your day. Did you know you could follow AquariusBehavior.pod on Instagram to see weekly episode updates and behind-the-scenes podcast pictures? Yeah, it's true. You can also email the show at AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com to share your friendship stories or suggest a segment. Stay hydrated, buddies. Now on with the show. And we're back. Dude, happy stretch break. That was important because I got to look at this book a little bit more. I just stripped the paintings most of the time. Oh, yeah. They're really good. I cannot wait to get those up on the wall. Yeah, we already. <laughs> so during the stretch break. Good we, planning meeting. Mm -hmm. We start. We held things up. We agreed upon how we were going to display these and where they were going on the wall. So we have a plan. We got and a plan. now. It's just doing it. And we know that we can do that. Well, that's funny that you say that because uh, I was reading this book and it's pretty suspicious and um, two or three paragraphs jumped out to, at me and I just need to read a few of them to oh, you. Oh, yes. You're reading from the <laughs> Professional Astrology 2023 forecast book from the Dollar Tree. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is where the lore is yes. hidden. Yes. This is like the, what is it? Oh, I wanted to say the scrolls of Babylon, but that's wrong. Yeah, no. Farmers, almanac, who dis? <laughs> yes. Okay. <clears throat> Predispositions. Aquarians are born to be successful. This is just a hype paragraph. Here we go. Nothing can stand in their way. Their versatility and genius allow them to reach the highest summits without too many problems. People born between January 21st and February 19th often have immeasurable success and even fame to their achievements. You got to crack your neck into the microphone, Morgan, so I can turn it up. We'll Rude. see that picked it up. <laughs> I yep. didn't think it'd be that loud. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but Aquarians must be careful. Their individualism can slow down or even reverse their progress. It can also inadvertently offend others. They must realize that there are some rules and regulations, written or unwritten, that must be respected. Aquarians don't like routine work. The monotony bores them. If Aquarians aren't passionate about what they do, or if they find that their work doesn't bring anything to society, they won't be productive. They should find careers that play to their strengths. So... <laughs> Like, this book knows what it's talking about a little okay. bit. Let me tell okay. you what. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So that paragraph was not untrue. I didn't not identify with parts of that paragraph. Some of those words 
mm-hmm. maybe resonated within yeah, your soul. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a little bit of an echo chamber oh, over here. Mm-hmm. I saw those. It was just open and I was like, excuse me. I mean, also just like compliments. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. Like, success. Mm. Um, abundance. Manifestation. Okay. Sure. So that's just a little cool. hype for our Aquarii as we Love enter that. the the deep winter with the light wow. at the end of the tunnel being our birthday mm-hmm. like Intuition. Right it's just like, wow. It's feeling. You've really attuned to your computer. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. A, I've imprinted on it. Mm-hmm. 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 For sure. Interesting. Well, Sam, what are we going to talk about today on our astrology episode? Well, I think that talking about Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. Could the, you write the tell fin- me yeah. about certain times of day? And I've been just noticing that we've been having less of our Twilight time. Yes, that is true. The as we have now, we have daylight saving uh, during Is like it saving in, or savings. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Tangent. I cannot put a pin in it hmm. because I must know. Have I been mispronouncing it my whole life because I stumble on the last part every time? I'm like daylight saving. Daylight saving. Daylight hmm. savings. Oh my, <laughs> let me tell you. It is daylight saving. Daylight saving time. Check out, check out daylight. Check out Google. Saving time. Yeah. Because we're saving time. It's not savings time. It's not like I your have savings saying, bank account. Savings the entire uh-huh. my life. You know? This is a learning <clears throat> podcast. Okay, Morgan. I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> I did recently learn this. I was 34 years old. <gasps> When I learned that, because I also would say savings, and that's what I hear most people say. Yeah, it's daylight savings time. Uh, but somebody told me it was different, and I was like, okay. That's a hard habit to break right there. Okay. It's weird. So daylight saving uh-huh. time. Daylight saving time. No. It's that doesn't, that doesn't it sound right wrong. in my mouth. My brain still oh. sends up an alarm Mm-mm. like, you're being stupid. Yeah, what? don't do that. What? Don't what? say that in public. <laughs> It's just my anxiety. It's welcome here, She's welcome. but we're not going to listen to her. Uh, <laughs> okay, back to back to this. So yes, so daylight saving has happened, and we are now experience a lot more darkness, mm-hmm. and the uh, phenomenon known as twilight. Okay, uh, we have a definition from Oxford Dictionary. Mm-hmm. Twilight is the soft glowing light from the sky when the sun is below the horizon, caused mm-hmm. by the refraction and scattering of the sun's rays from the atmosphere. Mm, that's nice. The second definition is a period or state of obscurity ambiguity or gradual decline oh like twilight years exactly okay yep Mm -hmm. like these were the twilight years Mm -hmm. okay uh and then the third most common definition i think in pop culture is twilight the saga critically acclaimed Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
New York Times bestselling <laughs> novels, uh, worldwide phenomenon, okay? Twilight Saga by Stephanie Myers. Yeah. yeah. Sam, which one are we talking about today? Well, we need to talk about the Twilight Years, which involves Stephanie Meyer. We are talking about Twilight Saga today. We are talking about the Twilight In our Saga. Astrology episode. Uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome, friends. Welcome. So, uh, disclaimer first of all, uh, if you are a fan of Twilight or Twilight, the books or movies hold any sort of nostalgia for you. This is the podcast for you today, my friends. Yep. We're going to feel some good yeah. feelings. This is not a place for Twilight hate. Uh, we both, as uh, people in our mid-30s, do understand and definitely recognize that there are some unhealthy behaviors in these books and movies and yep. some problematic things. There's some problematic things. We're going to put that on a shelf. We know that's there. We we do. Acknowledge. Uh, mm -hmm. Today, though, we're going to be recording this podcast from a place of fandom and fun. And joy. So come along, listeners. <laughs> Let's go. Let's talk about Twilight. Okay. So why are we talking about Twilight today? What say, happened? Can you please tell me how we got here? Okay, so let's let's back it up. Okay, so all like, all right. So three weeks before your wedding, mm -hmm. my husband got COVID, and so we what were... a time, <laughs> the efficient of our wedding. <laughs> yep, the efficient of your wedding. Yep. Uh, literally the only other person who's required to be there besides you and your fiance. Mm -hmm. So we went into a quarantine. I mean, he was okay. We're both vaccinated. I did not get it. Like he was sleeping in a separate level. Um, but we definitely wanted to take precautions, uh, like pretty much regardless of what we got. Like if he had gotten the flu or a cold, we would have distanced ourselves because we didn't want to get you guys sick. And no one has time to be being sick, sick on your wedding, oh. like having a cold on your wedding day and being sniffly. And ugh, no, no one wants it. Yeah. So we were uh, living separate lives in our house together for about a week. And I had a lot of time on my hands because I also was like, well, I'm not going to go like gallivanting out with people. Uh, so I just had some hobby time. I crafted a little. Uh, I watched movies. I went through all of my Halloween movies that my husband doesn't care about. And then... I got through everything, all of my normal content. And then I started going for like seasonal wild cards. Ooh, There's, that's a good name. Seasonal yeah, wild yeah, card. Because the so the thing about me and my husband is we we love really like have nostalgic movies that we watched growing up or that just have become a part of like a yearly tradition for us. And so for him, we have a bunch of baseball movies that are like our springtime movies that we watch every year. Uh, we have Halloween movies and Christmas movies. So that's very much our thing. Uh, so I, you know, have these specific movies that my heart needs every year. But then there's also other movies that like aren't technically a Halloween movie. But maybe there's something Halloween related or adjacent or it happens to take place in October, but has nothing to do with 
the holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also like that. And so one of the things that my husband does not like and has no time for uh, is is Twilight. And I do own the movie collection. And and sometimes I I, I indulge. Yeah. And uh, dip your toe in. So I thought this is the perfect time to have a Twilight Marathon. Mm -hmm. And I whizzed through four and a half movies in one day. I just, I watched them all back to back. What a unique watching experience. Yeah. (gasps) So I watched the Twilight Saga, or at least what I like, because I'm going to say something controversial here, and I know we'll address it later. Uh, I only like the first mm, third of the last movie. And so that's where it stops for me, is (laughs) Bella becomes a vampire, and we meet the CGI baby. Yeah, Renesmee. And then... We find out that uh, the werewolf has imprinted on the CGI baby, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, then Bella fights him, and that's hilarious. That is just hysterical. Isn't oh that's my so god, good. that's so good. She's so strong because she's a baby <laughs> vampire. It's it's hysterical. Um, it, but then it's okay, and then it's like, well, great, and everyone's happy. And that's where the series ends for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, now everyone's okay. Everyone did it. Congratulations to everyone. <laughs> because that's what I'm also happiest. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, everyone's getting what they want. And I love this. <laughs> so did you finish the fifth movie or did you try yes. it off? Okay. I finished it. But mentally. Because it ends at that point And then I was done. And the disc stopped. Because the movie was over. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> so part two just doesn't exist for you. No. Okay. No, it doesn't. Okay. Uh, that's how I watch them. Well, let me Because tell you I just that- want it to be happy. And, yeah. it, that, and then that's good for me. Yeah. And Charlie gets there too. So it's like good Charlie knows. Mm-hmm. And everybody can go on their destiny without having just all... The suspense and the drama and the heartache. Oh, all the heartache. So I skip over that part. <laughs> I did not know that. I That's know. Very funny. Because you were That's talking to me funny. last week when we found out. Because then I found out because I, t- I snapped you that day. Mm-hmm. I sent you a Snapchat and Twilight was in the background. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, yay. And I was crafty and I was so happy. Uh and then a couple days later, you tell me that then you immediately watched the Twilight I was like, Saga. That is what <laughs> is up because we, um, you guys, it was crazy. Like mid October, my matron of honor and my efficient both were in quarantine lockdown, just hanging out um, on that side of the circle. So I had a lot of time while <laughs> Eric was at work just to get some stuff done. And uh, yeah, as soon as I saw that, I was like, yes. Yes, I would like all of those movies. Yes, I would like all of that content. Mm-hmm. So I worked my way through them over about a week-ish. Mm-hmm. But like movie one the first night, movie two the second night, movie through the third night. It was just excellent. It was 
a whole different watching experience and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Watching it in my mid-30s, whole different, whole different feelings. So I just just really, really enjoyed the inspiration for Twilight. Okay, so I have to say, um, watching the first Twilight movie, okay, this movie came out in 2008. It is two hours and two minutes long, and it has a 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Which I think is fair. Um, I also, watching this in my 30s, I am convinced that that movie might be art. Yeah. It is. I just have to say it's so many so things. It's so moody. Mm-hmm. I got pulled. I got sucked in. It is so moody. It is moody. Uh, the acting and all the close-ups. It's insulated. Just, it, it's very tense. And also, it is hilarious. I mean, like, when is the last time you all watched Twilight? Because the comedic timing in that movie, Catherine, director, brill. Yeah. Brill. It's so good. Because, like, here's the thing. is like, I am getting sucked in to Bella and Edward's dinner. Right. And they're and, and, and like he's not eating is like, I'm not hungry. I'm just not hungry. <laughs> and, you know, and, and the waitress is hitting on him. With and Bella's hair. like, yeah, OK, this is like weird. Um, <laughs> what is going on? Uh, so like that's all happening. And I'm getting sucked into this love story because. Fact is Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson are phenomenal actors. Yeah, they're really good. That is not an opinion. It's not up for discussion. Nope. I don't even want to see any comments on our Instagram because it's just a fact. Yep. Like, go watch their body of work. They are incredible actors. And to be filmed up that close all the time, that's my nightmare, number one. It's like <laughs> having my face Dude, like that big. That shot of her mom at the end in the hospital bed. <sighs> I remember bursting out laughing in the theaters when it was just like, it's just her eyes and her chin and her nose and everything. Yes. It's so tight. Yes. <gasps> but the, so that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like the so fact close on you. That we're getting most of their acting in this movie from like half of their face incredible incredible they are acting with their eyebrows and their mouth and their cheekbones all of the little micro movements that you have to do to express emotion and all that yeah the jaw clenching i'm telling you i'm telling you so like okay so that's the kind of stuff right that that's what's happening at the dinner Mm -hmm. and i am just like i'm getting sucked into this movie and then like shortly after this we get introduced to James, and he is the most ridiculous, flamboyant vampire. He's just, what a peacocker, mm-hmm. right? And he's ridiculous. The mood has lifted for me. That's that's the thing. It's like once the chase starts happening, so, it's like, oh. the For me, the re- the movie really like gets going at the baseball game when oh, the, totally. the music comes on and like it's all happy. And you're like, well, maybe they yeah. get to live happily ever after. Just being vampires playing baseball in a field. Yeah. And then the other vampires show up and you're just like, Bella, your life doesn't get to be so easy. You normal girl in these normal circumstances with this abnormal person and thing that you are experiencing. (sighs) 
I no, just, it's actually I just, not normal. I just love it. I love these. I I read the books too. Did you read the books like when they came out? And... I read the first two and then half of three. So you haven't read the fourth or the fifth? No. Oh, that's probably no. why. Oh, the whole. I also, uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. That I'm, makes sense. I'm going to reveal a secret here okay. that my husband doesn't even know. Right. So if he's listening to this podcast, he's going to find out. Um, oh. I did once use my Amazon uh, Audible credits to purchase Midnight Sun. And so I do own it on audiobook and I listened to a few chapters because I desperately wanted to know what it was about. What was Edward's point of view? Reference for people talking about it. So I like the reference um, for sure. And then I, the movies are really my thing. I remember when that leaked online, Morgan, her manuscript. <gasps> I remember Midnight that too. <gasps> you told me about that. Oh, it was just so much scandal. Oh, that is yeah. devastating. It was though. like, it was also so cool to see when it actually came out. It's like, yeah, she didn't change anything. I read it. Of course yes. I read it. Of course I read it. Oh, shitty you little did. college student. Yeah, of course I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was great. And I was like, well, I hope that she freaking finishes this because this is excellent. Mm-hmm. And then I bought the book. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stephanie Meyer, you guys, let's, I mean, can we just take a step back? Morgan, I have to set aside the fact that you have not read the fourth or fifth book. Yeah, no, we can talk about it because it's I that can't. is important to actually. <laughs> that's important because but for me, it, it gives you know that gives perspective you know, on that's, both that's of fair. our views because, right, of the movies. Because that's yeah. the thing is that like from a um, novel point of view, it's like mm-hmm. oh yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff in um, movie four and movie five, Breaking Dawn. Yeah. That's just like yeah, if you don't understand the context or the backstory, that might be a little bit weird for you Mm -hmm. the movie does a nice job of delicately um talking about imprinting and everything but the accelerated growth of a child and the cgi and all of those things and how they did it in the book totally different storytelling Mm -hmm. methods and so i can i appreciate Mm -hmm. your opinion through that lens but as your best friend i cannot handle the fact that i did not know this about you and you know Mm -hmm. you're just learning learning this right now today i'm learning this right now yeah yep I didn't know you didn't know that. Yeah. It wasn't like a secret. It's just, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, because, okay, there's yeah. Twilight. So this is important moon, to know. There's Eclipse. Yep. There's Breaking Dawn. And then there's Midnight Sun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you, because, okay, mm-hmm. so here, let's, uh, this is good. Let's, like, talk context. We got we to sort this all because out. Because this is important as we then talk about the movies, right? So my experience, I mean, I'll share my experience with Twilight, okay? <clears throat> so I read the first book. When I was a sophomore in college, maybe freshman, and then I read the second one as a sophomore in college, like the summer in between my sophomore and my junior year. And then I read half of the third one. And I realized that despite all of my efforts and like true longing to be a part of the book fandom I did not like the books and so I stopped and I Mm -hmm. accepted that about myself that's so brave Morgan and I because like (laughs) all of my friends in college were super into them and I was like I would love to share this with you I would love to and then I didn't like them and I had I've gotten over the shame okay so like I 
really love the nostalgia part that people are having for these books. And I just can't relate. But I relate through the movies. That's the thing. Yeah. And so like the movies hold the nostalgia for me because then what happened is like later, uh, you know, later college and then after college, then I had a group of friends that we would go see the movies together and we went to uh, the midnight premiere of four and five. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. In four, we went to like a really rundown crappy theater and one of our friends made pudding shots no. and snuck no. them in. No. And so then we were eating pudding shots as we were watching number four. It was one of the best experiences of my life. I believe it. Uh, that sounds delightful. Yeah. And so like we would Nostalgia. go. Yeah. So we would go and just like we got to like be part of the Twi Hard experience through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was really fun. And uh, I have one of my friends still like we both still like need to watch the movies, but we are we have married people who just despise it and like are like, I want no part of this. And <laughs> so <laughs> we can blessing we can relate. And then, you know. His wife will look at my husband and they kind of roll their eyes and they're like, we love them. What do you do? What do you do? <laughs> yep. Mine's got to watch Titanic once a year. What's yours? Exactly. <laughs> like it's on the list. So uh, so, th- so that's my background with Twilight. Uh, what is your background for listeners? And so we understand the context and like the lens you're coming at uh, for these movies. Yeah, dude. I feel like I was on the beginning train before the movie came out. I had read the book because Mm -hmm. I feel like I had high expectations. I can't specifically remember watching the movie. Like, I know I went to the midnight premiere and I'm pretty sure that I'd already read the book. I had cared about it a lot. Yep. Because I had marked a page where I was like, wow, things really get lovely on page 160 something. It's when they're in the car and they touch hands. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and then that was also one of the few movies that one of my friends owned on DVD in college. And so it was like our evening nostalgia movie of like Twilight One, mm-hmm. where it's immediately I am cutting to the scene. Morgan, I'm cutting to the scene in Parks and Rec where uh, there's a protester who changed themselves to yes. Leslie Nope's desk because he wants to have Twilight put in the time capsule. Yes. And he starts yes. an oral reading of the movie and he's like, and we zoom in on a deer leaning down <laughs> to drink water from a pond. And then sudden, and it's just, that is, that beginning scene is like the dopamine thing of like, all right, dude, you can relax for like two hours and just watch these vampires run around and be cute. So yeah, I had a lot of um, just, oh, thank goodness there's another Twilight to look forward to. Thank goodness there's another book premiere to go to. So I enjoyed doing like the midnight um, Mall of America at Barnes and Noble where they had like little events and stuff. Yes. Yeah, it and got they would real have the cute. midnight release of novels that was done with Harry Potter. Yeah, and it was twi- yes, yeah. that was, and people would dress up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. Fully made a uh, Twilight shirt for Dude. the premiere, or not the premiere, one of the last movies. What did it look like? Oh, I have pictures. <gasps> I have pictures of my sister and I sitting on the floor of the movie theater because, of course, we got there at like two o'clock and then had to camp there. This is why my back doesn't work anymore. It's because I sat on a movie theater for like 15 hours once upon a time. Yeah. But yeah, we just sat and hung out and 
we had spent like the whole week beforehand making these shirts that like with the puffy paint, like we did yes. like a uh, iron on and then we puffy painted. Um, they looked magnificent. And then the first time I washed it, all the puffy paint came off and I was like, it's like it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a picture somewhere, but I straight up, I cannot remember what it says. Something adorable and stupid. So I'll have to I'll have to do some research. But for me, it's a lot of um, bonding with my sibling over books, um, yelling mm -hmm. about vampires and also just like how that was also my introduction to fan fiction. Like what oh, is fan yes. fiction? And like I really didn't know about fan fiction until like. Harry Potter Twilight Years. And then it's like, oh, there's other stories. So when I'm waiting for a book to come out, I can just go on different websites and read stories that have been written by other people that they just do for the love of the fandom mm -hmm. and for entertainment. Free content. Free I'm here for free content. Bless the free content. So yeah, that's a that's my nostalgia with Twilight. So when I oh. saw it on in the background, I was just like that's what my heart needs. Everyone I love is under quarantine or under COVID watch. I just need some vampires and some werewolves in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So thank you yeah. for sharing your nostalgia. Yeah, dude. And like all of the experiencing experiences are welcome here. If yeah. you've seen 15 minutes of a weird part in New Moon and you're not quite sure. I mean, I sent my mm -hmm. sister a Snapchat and she said, oh, you're watching New Moon. It was a screenshot of just Bella, mm -hmm. like talking to Charlie. It's specifically when she's like at the beginning of the movie and she's wearing some purple something and okay. whatever. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. she was just like, oh, yeah, you're watching you're watching New Moon. I was like, yes, <laughs> sure. am. I see you over there. Sure. With your am. sleuthery. <laughs> So, um, yes. well, Morgan. And, th and that's exactly what Twilight is. Like, that's the experience I go into when I know I'm going to watch Twilight is this is going to be a happy place. This is going to be a place of nostalgia. I'm going to I'm going to get in tune with my feelings right now because I associate the movies and like the books with a very specific time in my life and now that I'm in my mid 30s I understand like what was it the Twi Mom yeah the thing oh, where it, it. it came out that there was like this community oh, yeah. of like middle-aged women who really loved Twilight women I in the it. 30s it's nostalgic mm -hmm. like that again part of the art I'm pretty sure this is art yeah. like I am yep I'm very convinced I think that that can be a stance of Abpod. Yeah. Twilight is um, art. And and then the last thing that I want to state that mm -hmm. I love about Twilight yes. and I think is genuinely like one of the best things about the movie franchise, the soundtracks. Okay. Bangers. Oh my gosh. One after banger the other. after banger. <sighs> which also brings the nostalgia back because like at this time was definitely when I was going through a little bit more of like my hardcore phase and I thought I was like I wasn't like you know full emo but I was like playing with it and on the verge and thinking I was like really edgy and so I listened to a lot of this music which is like mm, Paramore yeah Linkin Park 
Muse. Muse. More Paramore. Yes. And then we've got Iron and Wine in there. Oh, that's just like. That is how I was introduced to Iron and Wine. Me too. Who is this band at the end under the gazebo? Why are these words not making sense? And I must know more. Boy with a Coin is one of my favorite songs, dude. Excuse me. Keep going. See, that's what I'm talking about, though. Do you do you hear that emotion, that intensity uh, that just came out of your body? That's Twilight, man. That's Twilight. That's Twilight. So people don't get man. That's what it is, dude. Yeah. So that's the thing. Maybe I, I guess that's a little bit more. It's more punk, isn't it? So like I would say that it's a little bit more punk or, or mood. As your brother-in-law told me, it's 2000s dad music. Oh, I heard that term. I heard that term recently. That's fair. 2000s dad music. (sighs) Hey there, millennials. He's a lot. How y'all doing? Yeah, that was a lot. So uh, that, I guess, would be the category. And it's just, it's banger after banger. Um, Robert Pattinson also, like, writes and sings two songs on the soundtrack. Yeah. So... In that diner scene where they're falling in love, he's singing the part on the speaker above. And then when they're in the uh, dance room, right? And then it's like, it's a dramatic part. I won't give spoilers because if you haven't watched Twilight or think you don't like it and you, this inspires you to watch it for the first time. Yeah. No spoilers. Uh, But something happens and it's intense. And then Robert Pattinson's just like calm, angelic voice just like floats down. Full body dancing for Morgan. Every part of you. <laughs> oh my God. I just remember watching so many behind the scenes like bits. Like I ate as much behind the scenes. Like I watched how they constructed like the van door so Robert Pattinson could crush it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like could yeah, the props and crush ooh. it with his hand. And uh, just uh. so I, I wrote some thoughts down. Yeah. As oh my I gosh. Was... Tell me your thoughts, please. So uh, I just dropped my phone. Okay. So I also have been watching spooky movies recently. Uh-huh. And uh, because I recently consumed Twilight and then a few nights ago, I watched the uh, 1981 movie An American Werewolf. In London. Yes. That was a movie I'd never seen. But it got me it got me thinking about like the different types of werewolves that we see and are portrayed in like media. Mm -hmm. Because we have like the Harry Potter werewolf where the moon comes out. Yeah, we have Remus Lupin. They werewolf and they do not have control of themselves, right? Not a lot of hair either. Mm -mm. No, that was a that was a choice mm -hmm. right there. Yeah, he's very yeah, he's I think he's a little bit more humanoid. Mm -hmm. It is very creepy. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we have the type of werewolf like Jacob, Jacob Black. He's just a puppy. In the Twilight series where he just can, you know, essentially phase into wolf form yep. whenever he's feeling angry or mm-hmm. wants to. And then he has like a telepathic link with his pack. Yeah. So that's an aspect that I really enjoyed. But Morgan, I had. So I was just like I was watching werewolf things. And um, my question is. If you, Morgan, let's say we're a new moon, right? New moon, you've mm-hmm. just found out, right, that you are a werewolf. There's vampires the around and the change has happened. Okay. 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 Now, how mm. would you plan your clothing for your phasing? Because in the Twilight universe, when mm-hmm. Jacob phases, the clothes 
go flying. They are destroyed. And then, and so as one of our listeners pointed out recently to me, the nakedness at the end is also important. (laughs) The fact that Jacob is somewhere without clothing, just for the reader or the watcher, it's just also important that like he got mad and now he's just naked somewhere. Mm -hmm. Morgan, how would you plan for your life? Okay. If you were a werewolf, what do we got going on? I've got this. Okay. So I would have a snap on dress. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking like the athletic snap <laughs> pants oh, that we know of. Where yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Where the, right? It's just down the side and you could rip them off. But this is going to be a dress. And it's <laughs> so going to have. Rip yep. Off. <laughs> it's going to have like it's light built in support. Uh-huh. So I'm no longer wearing underwear. Yeah. We have to do away with that. We There's have to say no goodbye. time. <laughs> So we're no longer wearing underwear, mm-hmm. uh, and but there's a little built-in support in the bosom because I I am large chested, so I need that makes sense. Yeah, for it can just still my be, life. It can still be tear um, away, but but nothing with like there's support. no clasp, there's no nothing like that. But just maybe just some padding or something. Mm-hmm. I, we're gonna have to experiment with that. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of the dress is just those snap buttons, and so that's everything. So I'm not exactly sure where to put them, I believe I would have to experiment with that. Like, are all the snaps in the front so it's just like a a Superman kind of motion? Or the snaps in the back where I can, like, grab the front of my collar and rip it forward? It's like an Iron Man thing where it's like, and then it just just does the... uh Or is it on both sides and it's just something I... You know, with both hands just freed up because that would be cool, too, because it could also... I think after a while, like, I would get in the motion you know physically acrobatically and and the uh pulling of my clothes the removing of that apparel would also just be the start of my transformation like it would it would sync with my morph be your signature move yes and then it would be like a style too and everyone's like oh that's her signature morph you know like in baseball and like all the pitchers have They'll have a stance. No. I don't know that, oh, okay. but thank you for sharing. Yeah. That information so like, is welcome on this learning podcast. You know, Tell me. If do they li- all yeah. like wiggle up to the plate? Yeah. So yeah, that's like a thing with pitchers in baseball is every pitcher in baseball has some sort of different way they pitch. And it's just what it's it's unique to everybody. Sometimes they are very silly. Uh and and yeah, it's just like whatever gets them comfortable and just helps them with their motion it's it's wild that's so that's really what cute. i think of do you think that they stress out about it before they like debut their pitch wiggle that's what i'm calling it yeah I'm they're calling pitch it a wiggle. pitch wiggle <laughs> joel's gonna be mad at me your husband's so, gonna be furious <laughs> oh my god the pitch wiggle i love that oh. um yeah so that is my answer that's a great question Thank wow you. i've never thought about that before so uh my other question uh was in the movies, we have two, basically two different types of creatures, of mythical mm-hmm. beasts, if you will, of vampires and werewolves. Mm-hmm. I want to know, Morgan, what do you think the biggest inconvenience of daily life is being a vampire and a werewolf? I know we already talked about the clothes, Both so we can... Them, huh? Yeah, I'd like to hear or either, you know, whichever one you're inspired by. Just what are your thoughts? You are living in Forks, Washington. You 
um, are now a werewolf or a vampire. If you're a vampire, you don't sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't need to eat human food. You, uh, depending on your lifestyle, got to go hunting. Mm. Okay. For both of them? Sure. I mean, I'll always take both if that's an answer and an option. Okay. Okay. Well, all right. I'm immediately thinking about werewolves. And Mm -hmm. for me, the most inconvenient thing would be the possibility of morphine whenever I get emotional. Ooh. Because (laughs) I I immediately see why that's a concern. (laughs) Because I spend a lot of my time on this earth uh, just working to harness my emotions and understand them and how to play better with everyone. Mm -hmm. All of the feelings inside of my body. Uh, I vibrate at a high frequency. So that like would be terrifying and also just so inconvenient because there's no telling you can't control anybody else so you can't control anyone else from not pissing you off driving in traffic and then all of a sudden yeah like you have to be around other people Mm -hmm. uh so that would be the biggest inconvenience because that also would just take like i guess that is the thing too though right that like Edward and Jacob have in common is that their whole lives and like most of their being is just like them trying to better themselves emotionally. Like they both have these huge temptations in their life and things that they're out of control of that their bodies do and desire. And that's frustrating from them because like what their bodies are doing is not aligning with the values in their mind. Mm -hmm. And so there's that disconnect between their thoughts and their bodies. And being a 112-year-old vampire. Like, what do you do? Looking like a 17-year-old guy. Yeah. Or a werewolf in a teenage boy's body. All It's a lot of disconnect. It's a lot of disconnect. So um, that, I just immediately go to that emotional part, right? Um, the most inconvenient thing about being a vampire for me would be just like, the darkness that and i mean not in so much like the um i think it would just be like more of like the being inside all the time and like the need because like nighttime cool like moonlight love it when it's not bullying me uh but like (laughs) (laughs) the need to be inside because outside is daylight and dangerous with like all the fluorescent lights and just that's why you know the Cullen's house is so spectacular because it's the exact opposite of what you would think a vampire lair would be Mm -hmm. their lair is a glass house in the middle of the woods Mm -hmm. and the sun filters in and it's very open and spacious and airy and it's uh it's very clean there's no clutter it's beautiful <laughs> it looks like heaven wow as a 30 some year old lady i really enjoyed looking at the yeah. architecture of the home oh yeah there's plants everywhere the wedding scene yes is a, oh, i just like cannot even. it it reads generational wealth <laughs> it sure does like that's <laughs> that is that the was, collins right that's carlisle yeah. that was another thing that i like noticed as yeah. a 30 some year old lady and i was like wow, this, like, you can tell they've been alive for centuries and accumulated and lived multiple lives, and this is their generational wealth. And, 
rock on. That's why it's so hot. Like, let's be honest. It's just so good. So those are both my answers. All right. My next question that I had for you. So I'm watching American Werewolf in London, and it is just like 80s practical effect, like the face morph Mm. before we started watching someone i was watching it with said it's perhaps um one of the coolest werewolf transformations ever like it was pioneering of its time yeah and then my dad was like yeah i saw it in theaters and wow it was spectacular everyone was yelling and the women were covering their eyes and going oh my gosh because it was it was more bloody and gory and everything than i thought i appreciate that twilight doesn't do that um but the um question i slash thing i need to yell about with you just in general lady werewolves lady werewolves lady werewolves live in their lives um leah just Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. with the psychic link Mm -hmm. to the pack and like as a woman watching that now in my 30s i'm just like (laughs) wow that's really hard just like unrequited love for the person that you just and you get to watch them just be happy over there with their person and everyone imprinted but you like it just i the Mm -hmm. emotion because the first read through and the first like times that i was like watching the movies i'm just like shut up other storylines give me more vampires (laughs) shut up other storylines i just want more jacob i just Mm want to see bella run around uh and so i just didn't appreciate like the emotional depth of some of the characters' side quests. Mm-hmm. And so just lady werewolves um, oh, needed. Leah. Yeah. Just as a character, I was like, look at you. And protecting I, her brother. Yeah. And like how they go off. It's just so brave. It's just different mm-hmm. levels of bravery. She's dealing with so much. Like <sighs> at the same time, yes, protecting her brother, looking out for him. She's going through this huge change herself. So it's hard to be there for other people. Because she, in turn, is getting used to a new body and all these new life responsibilities. Uh, She's dealing with a breakup and somebody who's now basically her boss that she has to be around all the time. The only other exhausting, the only other female around who's somebody who could maybe know what's going on in her body, possibly a little, is. Somebody, Emily, who she can't have a relationship with because her emotions are in the way because she's with Sam. And like, so that's complicated. And it's like, damn, I've got this one resource here. Can't do that. Perfectly nice human who I just can't manage to do. Nope. Will not. I cannot. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. I really, uh, that's why like the, the, Breaking Dawn just really took me for a trip this time. Like mm. I started Twilight and I'm like, eh, Twilight, yeah, look at them. You know, say it out loud. Vampire. Like, love it. Love it. Had such a nice time. Mm-hmm. But like I watched them within a week where I didn't have the movie watching One Day Journey that you did, but watching them so <laughs> close together, I was just like, wow, these characters, like Charlie's journey and all of the hardship that he experiences watching his daughter be so sick near the end and like not knowing and mm-hmm. his new relationship with spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Oh my like, God. You can guys, we just on. talk about Charlie, please? Oh uh, yeah, let's do it. Oh my gosh. I am now in the phase. This is the first time watching where I had my first crush on Charlie. Oh, he's so cute. He is first he of all, he's a cute guy. He's a cutie. He's a looker. 
I think he's adorable, beautiful eyes. Oh my God. Uh, just like good alignment too. Lawful good alignment. I like that. I like that. Just a good guy. Uh, good guy. Just like also on his own journey. Like here's his daughter that he's just trying so hard to like please and keep, but also be like an adult and a parent. I mean, he's doing a great job. He's doing the best he can. He so hard. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, <sighs> you know, just, yeah, throwing into teenage years and, like, here you go. Uh, She's going to move in and now she likes uh, boys. Yeah. Good luck, now, idiot. <laughs> oh, it's just, like, probably not what he anticipated getting, right? And so, like, I'm sure he is mourning a little bit. Like, he has some grief with, like, oh, wow, this is a really difficult period that I get with my daughter. But also... You can see how much he loves her and he's so grateful for this time with her and just like wants so badly to just like make her happy and like make sure she's safe. Well, like when when things go down in New Moon and like how he has to support her during like I really appreciated how New Moon did we're just there's so much more to talk about but i just got to dabble in these couple parts we're gonna Mm -hmm. dive deeper someday and then it just goes october november just and there was just one month word on each page and how they do that in the movie and then the music that they play in the back of that and then the circular time because they do that in pride and prejudice the kira knightley one they sure do when she's on the swing and And time i love "Mm -hmm, a good depression mm -hmm, spiral mm -hmm, man it's mm -hmm, such mm -hmm. a nice cinematic tool is that art it's art it's art. I think that might be art right that's there. That's art right there. We're talking that, about it. That's connecting We're with me on it. a human level. I am seeing. So it's mm-hmm. like watching Charlie be the dad he needed to be for Bella during that just like, I don't know how to support you. And I also don't know what's going on. Yep. And she's just literally screaming at night. It's just like, oh, terrifying. Oh, and he just the growth that they get to go through. And then the eventual outcomes, it just, I really, Charlie's story resonated with me a mm-hmm. lot more as a 36-year-old lady. Yeah. I, so the the second movie is my favorite thing. Like New Moon, just the story Aww. is my favorite. And the one that is most nostalgic for me. Boy and his motorcycles. Um, Boy and his motorcycles. Because so like the time that I read that book, uh, I had recently broken up with my high school boyfriend. Oh. And so I was fresh off of my first real breakup. Oh, no. And I read New Moon. Morgan. I you like I yourself imprinted Jeez. on that book. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you imprinted on it. Outstanding. <laughs> it really was. It w- really was as dramatic as you think it could be as I'm reading this. I also I believe you. Yeah. So like also during this time. So uh, my brother was an athlete and he was still in high school. <clears throat> and I was like on spring break for college. And uh, he needed to go to like a, a a meet and he was like really good so he's like going to a semi-nationals oh regionals you know? wow and it happened to be in washington state 
So we were in Seattle. And so like I'm coming fresh. I'm like fresh off this breakup. It's been less than six months. I have like just read this book. I brought it to finish on the plane. Oh, yeah. And then also like bought Eclipse maybe at the airport. Oh, I love it. Because I was like, I'm going to finish this and I need to have the next one on hand. So that's what was going on. Uh, And so like that's when I took in that story. So that book for me and just the story, it it is the most nostalgic for me and just takes me right back. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm 19. Oh, my God, Bella, I totally get it. And so I just feel it. It was just I, I felt so seen reading that book because I was also going through this time where I was like, oh, "Oh my God, this feels like dramatic and like you know the adults in my life are just like oh get over it it's fine but it was just earth shattering for me fine it was earth shattering yeah and i would have loved and then i yeah i see you know the effort that her dad puts in oh my gosh yeah (laughs) yeah charlie swan charlie oh my gosh you know he doesn't ever gaslight her and say like hey you need to get over this or like, well, it's not that big of a deal. So like, why are you still sad? And I, that like, that's the thing as I watch the movies now and I think about that story and I'm like, oh my God, like Charlie is always straightforward with her. He listens is to her. Honest. He listens to her yep. and he doesn't know what to do. And he just says that. And he's like, I don't really know what to do here. So like you're, you know, acting this way and going through this, I don't know what more to do. And I can see that you're unhappy. I can see that. And he's like, and I know that this isn't healthy. Yeah. So like, that's what I know. It's wow. just like, you're going through this. Char- and like, this is not movie. healthy. So like, how do Charlie we fix Swan's it? Perspective. it I'm just, sorry. Yeah. Ugh. Like that, that's like his approach so to his daughter mm-hmm. is incredible, which like I now see after, you know, years of therapy and just like tuning into like who I am. And the people who've been in my life and how I've interacted uh, or how people have reacted towards me. And I just think, oh, my God. Incredible. Like, what, 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 what? What? <sighs> Which is why you can see, like, Bella doesn't put up with, like, crappy behavior. She demands change. Like, she'll, like, stick it out with you. But, like, you need to do something about that poor behavior. She's not going to let people just walk all over her. Yeah. You can do it once. And then she's going to be like, no, no. Not again. Mm. And, and you know, she has that example. It's Charlie. Because he doesn't treat her like that. Ow, yeah. Bam. <sighs> she was going to be fine <sighs> either way because Charlie was there. He would stick I'm it out just, with her. I am just mad. I am mad that wow. my... um pre this version of myself just didn't appreciate like the charlie story like as you're talking i'm just like charlie's point of view is so messed up mm-hmm. like first movie daughter falls down the stairs <gasps> second movie crazy depression yelling nighttime terrors and then like weird friendship everything might be okay but then like she kind of gas lamps him because then in the third mm-hmm. movie we have to volturi i mean yeah just you're all back with sorts your, you're back with your weird boyfriend <gasps> and you're doing there's weird behavior there's weird behavior and uh you're not like you're definitely withholding information mm-hmm. like that's yeah intense and then the fourth one she's like i'm getting married to the boyfriend that you think is weird yeah like 
panic mode. Yeah, just don't worry about it. I'd go into panic mode. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, but now I'm sick. And then you get violently ill on your honeymoon. And you cannot for be seen. weeks. Yeah, that's super messed in, in up. In a different, not in the continental U.S. In a Pour different, one out for Charlie. In a different land Dang. mass terrifying yeah charlie pour one out for charlie for real unsung though. hero of the twilight series <sighs> yeah so that that's another takeaway from this rewatch of the this series is, this is why we have to rewatch these though because like mm -hmm. my young self has not like soaked in all of the sponginess that these movies these art pieces have to offer yep i also watching the uh watching the fourth movie mm -hmm. was the most fun for me this time around because I am recently married and so watching the fourth one and I've always loved the fourth movie I really have the whole thing just oh. like I think it gets so gory at the end which was unexpected yes. and I was like oh I my god how they did that the, the, <gasps> what an intense birth and just yeah it's just dramatic and it's heartbreaking and then it's so much uh more satisfying when things work out and it's okay you know it's just like it's just a hard lesson in a reality and i also look at a lot of love stories for like like ya love stories and it really is the falling in love part and um so like having this perspective and like offering this perspective to like younger peoples about like hey it's all love and you like fall in love and you think it's really fun and then you get married and then guess what? Like life happens and there's hard shit and like watching characters work through that. It was interesting to me. And I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. interesting. Yeah. And then, you know, I just like was really I found myself like really rooting for them harder this yeah. watch because I was recently married. I was like, oh, my God, you guys, it's going to be OK. You're like, just doing going. it. Like you just have to communicate. Believe just tell you. them what's on your mind. Just I talk you, to each other. I see you like, wanting to try. You're trying to connect. And it's just yeah. not. The and whole, you can see both of their hurt uh, and like on Isle Renez or on Isle Esme, I think is what it's called. But just oh, like yes, yes, when they're Isle having Esme. their kerfuffle after yeah. like and the communication and like the I mean, for me, that was as a reader. Um, what a mature movie, like watching Bella Swan go from like, mm -hmm. you know, nerdy high school kid, kind of clumsy, almost getting hit by a van mm -hmm. to like talking about her body and like her she's missed her period and like this was the best that my body has ever felt i don't know about you but like talking about like those relationshipy chunks just made um past samantha watching it i just remember feeling so proud of bella mm -hmm. like because now she realizes that there's just just the beginning there's something happening and it's just the beginning right ah <laughs> uh. yeah and and the thing for me too, like looking looking at this stage mm -hmm. in my life at the interactions between Bella and Edward, um, you know, I hear a lot of criticism when people find out that I do in fact enjoy Twilight. That's and so people, there's two reactions. There's only two reactions. Either people love it or hate it. It's a polarizing thing, which again, art. Okay. Yeah. Regardless of what you think or feel, we're talking about it. You're talking about it. You're thinking about it. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's provoking. Mm -hmm. It is provoking. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And the interesting thing is, like, you know, there can be some criticism towards, like, 
the way that Bella handles things. And oh as, yeah, you know what I mean. Let's talk and, about imperfections, right? And so like, <laughs> and and looking at it, especially with like these eyes, I also felt pride. Like I felt pride for myself thinking about like you know similar times i've had not with vampires obviously but I like mean, emotionally maybe emotional and, vampires uh, and and proud for bella because let me tell you it is hard to react and it is hard to stand up for yourself and it is hard to express your needs when you are having an experience or a heartbreak for the first time And so, like, Bella's going through completely new scenarios. And I know for me, if I'm going through a brand new, like, incredibly stressful, possibly traumatic, like, event, my first reaction is to shut down. Like, my body is conserving energy. It's conserving emotion. Like, I don't know. I might not know how to act here or, like, even how to feel or, like, what I think or I'm forced to, like, make a decision on something for the first time. I'm like, I've never even thought about that. I don't know what I think about it. It takes time. Like you're getting to know yourself now um, in this new scenario and situation. And so like, yeah, I just like I noticed, you know, like Bella's quietness, which I think like some people may take as timidness. And I really saw it just more as like, a quietness in terms of like she's always contemplating like she's constantly watching other people she's like totally an empath right like taking in everyone else's like oh, yeah. emotions when well, we see that in the book just <sighs> paragraphs of internal monologue it's actually very like jane austen-esque in the paragraphs of internal monologue uh-huh. which it's just so hard to communicate into a movie of just like yes well i'm gonna look off in the sunset for about four minutes but what does that do for yeah. the audience not so much but i'm getting it because Kristen stewart is an incredible actor yes fact 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 because we're getting that from the movie Fact. Morgan, I have a question. Um, this is going to be our last question to wrap up our impressions on Twilight. Yes. Okay, I'm ready. Because I'm ready. turns out we needed to yell about Twilight. Uh, Morgan, I mm. this question can be asked two ways because I'm an Aquarius and I can't decide. Um, my original question was, who do you think is the most powerful vampire? But I don't like that question as much. I'm interested in it, but more which trait of the vampires do you vibe with? Because I think that is more interesting to me than who's the most powerful. Because like I sent you like a list of all of like the, you know, powers, like how, um, who is it? Aro, he has telepathy, but only tactile telepathy because he has to touch someone's hand Mm -hmm. before he can like experience their thoughts. Right. But um, so if you need a refresher on different vampire types, I sent you a few screenshots. But if you know off the bat, we have. Oh, well, I I do. Yeah. I, I mean, I yeah, I'm like thinking about the Volturi because that was immediately my question. Like, are you talking all vampires, like extending yeah. to cousins? Let's talk like, all, for right now, let's talk all five or... movies. I sent you some screenshots on Telegram. Okay. Um, but let me read a few of them. Because right? honestly, like I have to tell you, I, it is my opinion that. Edward's gift is the most powerful. Telepathy? Yes. Just knowing what people are thinking around you. Yep, because like you said, he doesn't need to touch people. Like, 
Alice, it's very powerful to be able to see the future, but visions change. Like she's still dependent on people's actions, right? Um, but actually being able to read people's thoughts, like hear their actual intention, their plan, like what they're going to do next. The only flaw there, right, is that he can't like summon information. It's exactly. not like he can seek out specific answers to things. So the person has Passive. to actually be thinking that. Yeah. Um, but he is able to read their thoughts in term and kind of like use the context clues to answer things, figure out what's going on. Money, sex, sex, money, sex, cats. Yes. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> so I like, yeah, that's always been incredibly powerful and just seems dangerous to me. Uh, the, yeah. Some of the other, I let's talk about some honorable mentions because yes, I think that, that can be, okay, so um, Jane's one mm -hmm. is called Pain Illusion, The Illusion of Pain. Mm -hmm. Oh, so crazy. Um, also, uh, Jasper's, uh, it's called pathokinesis, but mm -hmm. that's the controlling of the emotional flavor around a person. That interests me. Mm -hmm. Being able mm -hmm. to like calm or whatever when he's like, hey, Bella, right. it's your birthday. And she's like, Jasper, stop it. Don't make me calm. I'm mad in a blue dress in my mm -hmm. high school for the mad last time. You. I'm mad at you. Yep. Um, James, his actual superpower is his tracking sense. So that's like his superior vampire power. Sure. So that's why mm -hmm. like, you know, because he, Edward can run real fast and telekinesis, mm -hmm. but like James is like just way good at tracking sense. Victoria, mm -hmm. enhanced self-preservation. Interesting. What? Interesting. I know. So she's just, this, oh, that's yeah. why she's so hard to kill because she's literally, her superpower is survival. Yep. She'll jump off a cliff. She doesn't Fascinating. Not care. Yeah. Um, who's some others that are recognizable? Because, okay, let me tell you, there's like 25 vampires on this list. And I'm like, yeah, there must be other books because I do not know all of these well, names. Okay. So, and here's also how I categorize like powerful uh -huh. is there's you know the brute strength of some of these these powers uh or, or abilities we should say right bella's is mental shield yes yeah, that's what I was and so mm -hmm. um so i'm also considering versatility mm -hmm. of the ability the right and so with jane yes she has something that has power but it can be used for one thing. She, it's a torture ability. I'm sorry. That's it. She is a one-use utensil. She is. She's a one-use appliance. Yes. She's a one-use like, item. You can only be evil. What mm -hmm. else do you do? Yeah, you don't get to be the good guy with the pain tolerant or the pain <sighs> projection thing. That's it. Like, yeah. Yeah. What mm -hmm. do you do? So, uh, yeah, it's like some of these abilities are just merely violent. Yeah. And, and here to be scary. Me, yeah. And so that to me, like, yes, that causes harm, which could like there's a power behind that. But when we're talking about most powerful, I think that also involves like, well, what's the potential with that power? What is like the honing ability? Mm -hmm. um, and so like, yeah, the the ones that have to do with telepathy, like you mentioned to um, Jasper's. And and his, too, I think is very powerful, the ability to control moods, to control or influence people's emotions. He's not really controlling them, but to influence them. Um, that's huge. He's a nudger. That's huge. I like a nudger. Yes. Yeah. And we've seen how, like, that power was uh, used for evil purposes. Oh, my and gosh. And how, like, he was corrupted and mm -hmm. he was, you know, like – 
So that also just there's a lot of danger in his ability and there's a lot of potential in his mm. b- ability to either be used for the betterment of the world or to bring its demise. To not to. So, <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's I, heavy. Yeah, that's heavy. That's some, that's some stuff. Wow. It's uh, some good deep thoughts here on Aquarius behavior. Uh, this is why mm-hmm. we love Twilight, because then we talk about, you know, power dynamics and the the human condition. It's so much more than just a vampire tale, it you guys. Is. And I got to say, go watch Twilight. Yeah. Turn us off and go watch. Go Twilight. do it. Go do it. Well, great astrology episode today. Excellent work, everyone. Thank you. Uh Let's wrap this up. Yeah, we got to go. <laughs> we do. It's been fun. Uh, see you next week. It's best friends game next week. <gasps> oh, gonna play best wow. Game. Where we just ask each other silly questions and uh, talk about things we never knew we had strong opinions about. That's where we go to find our opinions. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll catch you then. Love and abundance. Bye.